founder of Rockerbox. We'll do 8 million bucks in revenue this year. Launched Hindsight, totally different market, almost hedging that model of managed services, professional services. Have, has about 13 customers, about doing MRR of about 15 grand per month. Again, helping people like Vimeo understand what their website visitors are doing, you know, before and after visiting the site so they can do marketing and increase conversions significantly at a significantly higher rate. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue, or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This that database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Ron Jacobson. He's the co-founder and CEO of Rockerbox and Hindsight. Ron was a product manager at AppNexus and a proud McGill alum. You can follow Ron at Twitter at RJ Jacobson. We're going to dive into his story today. Ron, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, thanks for having me, Nathan. Good. So first off, explain the relationship between Rockerbox and Hindsight and then explain what they do and how you make money. Of course. So I started Rockerbox just about three years ago. We're an online marketing technology company. Um, just around nine months ago, based off a lot of uh, customer feedback, we actually launched a secondary offering, uh, Hindsight, which is an offsite analytics platform. Um, and it's complementary to our main business. So our main business, Rockerbox, we work with a bunch of brands and agencies running advertising campaigns. And Hindsight is an analytic platform helping, it, helping companies to better understand who their customers are. Is it fair to say that the business models are very different? Rocker, uh, Rockerbox is very much kind of managed service and hindsight is very much SaaS. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that was part of the and that was part of the reason we decided to launch hindsight too. We wanted to have those complementary business uh, business models. Yep, no, it makes a lot of sense. Now, are they on different cap tape? I mean, have you actually legally separated them or they're really part of the same company? Part of the same company. Uh, we, we branch off Hindsight onto its own uh, destination URL, primarily just for marketing reasons. Yep. Uh, made it easier uh, to message, uh, message the product. So, okay, give me some more of the backstory here. Rockerbox, what year did you launch it in and how many folks are on the team? Sure. Uh, so we started the company in early 2014. Uh, we're 18 folks today. Uh, High-level Rockerbox was founded under this idea that recent user behavior is extremely interesting. Yep. This idea of what has someone done online in the last 30, 60, 90 minutes. And we go to marketers and help them actually try to acquire customers uh, by targeting users based off this recent user behavior. Uh, and that was really the genesis of Rockerbox. What's and, feeding uh, the data what, into that? Uh, so we have various partnerships with publishers, uh, some third-party data providers, uh, basically enables us to look at any user and get a sense of what that recent browsing behavior is. It's, so I'm going to try and give an example here. You tell me if it's accurate. Um, you might work with American Airlines and say, this person was on Expedia 20 minutes ago. Uh, try and get them on your thing now. That way you don't have to pay Expedia. <laughs> they can get them to book through you. Yeah, that's definitely it. Um, similarly, things along the lines of why don't we find somebody who spent 20 of the last 30 minutes researching travel? 
Um, that's a really high intent customer right now. We want to target them very, very heavily right now. A day later when that person is researching taxes, no point in getting in front of them at, at that moment. And these publishers guard their data like you would never believe. So you're incentivizing them somehow. How do you make that work? Well, at the end of the day, we're running advertising campaigns. So our end client advertisers are trying to are, are looking to spend money on publishers. Uh, we're just trying to find the behaviors of users uh, that indicate that they should be spending that money. So when we find a person whose recent behavior is very high intending, uh, we'll bid very, very high. Uh, extremely high CPMs, which make publishers happy. So let's say you're working with entrepreneur.com and new website impression A hits entrepreneur.com. How do you know where impression A was before that or what they were searching. So that's exactly core to our technology is uh, through all these partnerships, we're able to uncover for that user behind impression A, where uh, where do we see that person browsing in that 10, 20, 30 minute beforehand and sticking with a uh, travel example. If that person spent 20 last 30 minutes uh, across a wide range of travel blogs and things like that, uh, we'll continually bid higher and higher for, for uh, that travel advertiser. Um, uh, as the intent continues to be more and more amplified. But you have to have relationships with the previous three or four websites or whatever search yeah. engines that they use. Otherwise, that'll be an empty gap, data gap for you. Exactly. Okay, and that we, makes we, sense. We, yeah, yeah. So a lot of and network effects, a lot of network effects here. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what's been fun. I mean, it took a couple of years to get the, the ball rolling, but now that it is, it's uh, getting some speed. Do you remember first year revenue on Rockerbox? Uh, first year revenue, we did 640 gross. That's not bad. You know your numbers, yeah. that's good, 640 gross. What was 2015? Uh, 2015 was just under two. Yep. Uh, last year was just about four, and we'll probably do just about eight this year. Gross? Yeah. That's great. And then um, how significant is hindsight in terms of the revenue stream now? Uh, as of today, it's probably uh, net 10% of our of our media business. Um, it's growing really fast, though. So, um, it's really fun because a lot of our clients that are working on the, on the advertising side. Uh, they're actually looking to take more of the advertising in-house. They want to sort of own that. Uh, with hindsight, we can help them better understand where they should be serving their media, whether or not it's with Rockerbox. Um, so it's a great way for us to basically work with clients, whether or not they're, they're looking for somebody like uh, a Rockerbox to manage campaigns. We can help them out. If they want to do it themselves, we can enable that as well. Let me close the door on Rockerbox before we dive deeper into hindsight. So you did $4 million in 2016. 2017, your goal is $8 million. What have you done to date? about 6 million 6.5 something like that uh i wish we're very uh back uh back heavy of the year seasonal company yeah q3 q4 is huge for us okay um, we Makes generally sense. do around 70 percent of our we do around 70 percent of our revenue q3 q4 so you're what around two and a half three ish right now uh just about okay um, but projections are all aligned towards that eight number and and so last year just taking the full year how many customers processed uh, some amount of revenue through you or maybe it's been through you I think we work with just over 50 Lester. Oh, that's good. Okay, so 50 customers. So you're not a high ARPU, low, or sorry, low ARPU, high volume kind of thing. You're like a, a higher ARPU, high contract value, high volume, close relationship, high touch. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's uh, Which is very different than the hindsight business that we're going to. Yeah, it's, this is very cool. This is a kind of an interesting hedge here. So let's now flip to hindsight. So what year did you launch hindsight in? Nine months ago. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so beginning of 2017, you launched hindsight. And where are you at today in terms of uh, customers using it? Um, so we're just about 12, 13 customers. Uh, MRR is just around 16, 17K. Okay, that's pretty healthy. So 60, so they're paying, what, about a grand, a grand five each? Yep, yep. Okay. And uh, that, pr that price point keeps going up over time. And what are these? Uh, okay, so you gave me some good examples on Rockerbox. Give me a real example. Can you name a customer using you and how they're using you on hindsight? 
Um, I mean, I can name some of some customers we have We're working with like uh, Vimeo with Vanguard with Lowe's. Okay. Um, just general examples are this idea of if you as a if you as a company had a better sense of what your visitors to your site were doing before and after they arrived in your site, how would you leverage that information? And that's exactly what hindsight's enabling. Today yeah. as a company, you're limited to just knowing the refer. So somebody might be researching you for 30 minutes. Uh, 29 minutes of that uh, is currently a black box. With hindsight, we, we sort of open that window for you. So it's amazing for marketing, where to spend your money, what, uh, what collateral to make, what content to make, that sort of thing. And what's it cost you to acquire one of these new customers? Uh, still too early to figure that out. Yeah, same thing on lifetime value. Yeah. Has anyone started paying you since the beginning of the year and stopped? Uh, no churn yet, sir. No churn, that's great. great. No logo yeah. churn or revenue churn. Correct. And what is the, so one of the interesting things about your pricing page on this, uh, very rarely do you go to a SaaS product and you see like starting at four grand per month. Do you ever have any no touch sales at four grand or is that really just lead gen for you? So we do have some no touch sales, but I think those are custo uh, customers I shouldn't be working with anyway. Um, what I learned on the media side of the business was that uh, a lot of the smaller companies uh, are just not they're not in a position where they can actually scale. And those customers are not the customers I want to be spending my time with. Um, so the price point is a good way just to filter out, uh, you know, customers I think would be those ones that would uh, that would be churning. Yeah, most people, you know, they'd say contact us at a price point like that and then negotiate one-on-one. -on -one. You're like, you know what? My time's valuable. I'm just going to make this efficient, put it out there, and it scares off the right people. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where I've actually been uh, debating a lot, doing more uh, ABCD testing on that. But uh, we're, you know, we're we're still too early to actually get that's, there. That's fascinating. Okay, of the eighteen people that you have, how many folks? Uh, well, do you have another team for hindsight, or are some of those eighteen focused on hindsight exclusively? Uh, some are focused on high, uh, hindsight exclusively. How many? Um, I guess four or five. Okay, mostly engineers. Mostly engineers, one person sort of running it from the business perspective, and one sort of customer success manager. And are these all folks based in New York? Our uh, whole team is in New York City. We're in uh, Little Italy. So if you ever want some pasta in New York, come visit Rockerbox. That's very cool. And have you just self-funded hindsight from your Rockerbox kind of managed services spend or, or have you raised capital? Uh, yeah. So it's self-funded based off uh, Rockerbox and the capital we raised for Rockerbox. We raised just over a million dollars for Rockerbox. Uh, primarily uh, angels uh, have most of that money in the bank still. Why did you raise that money? I mean, it sounds like you were just almost doubling year over year, millions and millions in revenue. Um, I think at the time it was almost, so we, when we actually started the company, we, we went through a startup accelerator. It was a great experience. Um, but I think almost the expectation there is that you raise funding. Um, so it was almost, I think, uh, I don't even know if it was the most concerted decision, but now that we made it, actually, I'm kind of happy that we did. The investors have been beyond helpful. So, uh, it was worth it for me just for that. Episode. How many uh, angels were part of that 1 million round? Uh, 13. Okay. All New York based. Yeah. Very cool. Kind of media, Michael Lazarus of the world. Uh, yeah, uh, it's actually funny. It's probably half mixed between uh, advertising folks and half mixed behind uh, finance folks. A lot of people that were uh, former hedge fund guys that kind of likened our approach to recency to sort of like flash trading. Oh, um, wow. That's so fascinating. Yeah. That's so that, fascinating. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. Last few questions here. What's the weirdest, your creative guy, what's the weirdest thing you've done to acquire customers? Oh, I mean, I've, I've reached out to people I haven't spoken to in a decade. Um, I have very little shame when it comes to anything to acquire a customer. Oh, what's, okay. What's the, what's the subject line you use on that email? Hey, dot, 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 been a long time. That's it. Hey, dot, dot, dot. And what's this content say? Uh, hey, been a really long time. How are things going? I noticed that you're at company X. Uh, any chance you can put me in touch with somebody in the marketing department at X? Interesting. And they do it. Yeah, I mean, the hit rate's decent, but yeah. And do you, do you automate that at all, or is it you literally just like searching your Gmail inbox for people you haven't touched for a long time? 
We actually do, so um, we, we have started automating a lot. We do a, a very good amount of cold emails, um, and we find a lot of good success there. How many? Um, but uh, typical salesperson is looking to do just around 100, uh, 100 per week. Um, 100 cold emails per week, okay. Um, but me personally, I mean, I'll, uh, uh, you know, when I'm at home late at night, I just go through my LinkedIn and see who I who I'm connected to. That's all. Are you married or single? You have kids? I'm a single guy in New York. That's good. Okay, that makes sense. Bubble baths and cold emails, baby. There you go. <laughs> that's awesome. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm single. Though. <laughs> nothing. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I I'm the same way, and I've just decided. You know what? I'm gonna live my life. I love my life, and the right person will hit me at the right time, and I'll have no choice but to fall in love. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, um, let's wrap up here, Ron, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, Made in America, the Sam Walton book on how we started Walmart. Oh, gosh. I literally just finished that book. It, oh, yeah, here it is. It's amazing, right? Right here. Sam Walton, Made in America. One of the best I books. I, my, I love the strategy he uses. They talk about it in here where he would just go into every other supermarket with a tape recorder. And when yep. he saw something that he liked someone else to, he'd put on his recorder, go back to Arkansas at his company meetings, which he had on Saturdays, by the way. Talk about commitment. Didn't give a damn. Saturday mornings, right? Retails a, retails a weekend business. Retails a weekend business. And uh, he just would copy the hell out of what worked. And it worked really well for him. Made in America. Yep. All right. Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, some of the classic ones. I love Elon. I love uh, Mark Cuban. Uh, yeah. Is he an investor, Cuban? Uh, no, but we did talk. Yep, very cool. Number uh, three, What's your besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? This is more of a PC tool. It's kind of random. It's something called Spectacle. It just lets me move windows around my screen very, very fast. Huh. I'm kind of obsessed with keyboard shortcuts and things like that. So anything that makes me more efficient on my computer, I'm a big fan of. Very cool. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Aim for seven. Okay, what do you get, though? Uh, I generally do seven. Okay. I'm pretty good at that. And, and yeah. how old are you? Uh, just turned 30. 30. Very good. Okay. Last, and obviously you already told us single, no kiddos. Last question. Take us back 10 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, they're going to be a lot of highs and they're going to be a lot of lows, but you just got to keep going. <laughs> there you guys have it. Ron, last question for you because uh, we haven't met before and people always go, Nathan, how do you get these brilliant people to come on your show and just give you all their numbers? So I'm just going to flat out ask you, why the hell you give me all these numbers so easily? I didn't even have to work for them. I checked out your podcast. I liked it. <laughs> that's awesome. I, well, I, I, checked, I checked out to make sure that some of the entrepreneurs in there I thought were legit and they were. So That's good. Well, uh, I really appreciate you coming on being so transparent and serious. Big kudos on the success. I'm rooting for you. I hope it all goes well. Thanks, Nathan. You too. All right, guys. There you have it. Ron Jacobson, founder of Rockerbox. We'll do $8 bucks in revenue this year. Launched Hindsight. Totally different market. Almost hedging that model of managed services, professional services. Have, has about 13 customers. About doing MRR of about 15 grand per month. Again, helping people like Vimeo understand what their website visitors are doing, you know, before and after visiting the site so they can do marketing and increase conversions significantly at a significantly higher rate. Ron, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.